0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: Welcome in to the CHGO Blackhawks game podcast presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets. Up to $2,000. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tiribasi and fellas. The Hawks pick up their first win of the season. Woo! Luke Richardson gets number one uh, on the board. And boy, that was a weird first period. <laughs> I know we're going to get <laughs> to it all. This is a weird game. But that was the a weird Haw- game. Hawks win 5 to 2, uh, three point nights. From Sam Lafferty, who had a pair of shorthanded goals. Three points from Jason Dickinson, who is playing his first game as a Blackhawk. And I thought it was funny that Vosser said this on the bro- Or maybe it was Sharpie said it on the broadcast. If I told you the Hawks were going to score five goals and Patrick Kane would not have a point, would you believe yeah. me? But that is crazy. the case. Just a crazy, crazy, crazy game. And uh, let's get into it, fellas, because, look, we might not have a lot of uh, wins to celebrate. So, I and we're. I'm seeing a lot of people in the in the chat that are like sort of conflicted. They're not going to yeah. go 0 and 82. No, <laughs> no. Hey, no. L- listen, they're one
0: and two. If they go one and two out of every three games, that's good enough for 54 points. Yeah, That's good enough for the worst record in the league. Uh, that'll these, flirt with it, yeah. Yeah. Though these San Jose Sharks, holy ooh, crap, ooh. are they bad at hockey. Ooh, they, boy, we boy. did not mention them much when talking about the teams that are going to be threats for counter-Bedard. Ooh, they're yeah. freaking terrible. They're not good. But they, I mean, but they have some – they've got better pieces than the Hawks do, so maybe they get better – I don't know, but this team's pretty freaking <laughs> lousy right now.
2: Yeah, yeah. well, they're, they're bad and they're like good parts are like in their prime. So, uh oh, yeah, not a, re- not a good recipe for the Sharks. But if the uh, if you guys in the in the CHGO Blackhawks faithful will remember back to Thursday night, aka Friday morning's uh post game show. I remember saying, hey, if they, you know, continue to put out the efforts that they did against Vegas and and against uh, Colorado, two teams that are vastly superior to the Blackhawks, we might be talking about a win on Saturday night. And lo and behold, here we are with a win uh, in maybe the most unique win we'll see all season where Sam Lafferty scores twice shorthanded and both he and Jason Dickinson uh, have their second ever career three-point nights wild just a wild, (laughs) statistically (laughs) wild is Jason
1: Digginson Sam Lafferty 2.0 you you I don't know you trade a passenger you get him back and he immediately contributes and oh by the way you also got a second round pick for taking on what amounts to like less than a million and a half bucks Kyle Davidson Maybe. is
0: is out there fleecing teams right now. I mean.
1: Fleece. <laughs> he takes th- the overreaction. He, he, Sam Lafferty. <laughs> both, both,
0: of those, both of those guys that we mentioned, he gave up Alex Nylander to get. Yeah. You know, I mean. Sam
1: Lafferty. You, yeah. you could
0: have got me a, a used hockey bag for Alex Nylander, and I would have thought we fleeced <laughs> the Penguins. But, Leo, Please more
1: So defense. far,
0: so far, Dickinson, not so bad. Uh
1: Hey, Greatest is... number
0: 17 in Blackhawks history. <laughs> is it too early to declare that?
2: <laughs> he's on a he's on pace for 240 points this year. Guys. That's right, my friend. Thank, Look
0: you,
1: out. That's, thank that, you. That's that that's Hall of Fame map.
0: material right there. Uh I also do remember that conversation after the Vegas game, and I started to go, uh oh, because we all said, Hey, if they beat the Sharks, it's gonna be a good considered a good road trip. You know, when you think about how well they played those first two games, despite the outcomes. Um but then I also said, well, what happens if they get blown out of the, you know, they get their doors blown off of them? How lousy that's going to feel. And after that first period, oh, yeah. it was like, Ugh, yuck. Yeah. They gave up that that bad goal off of Seth Jones' skate in the final minute. All of a sudden, you're down 2 Uh, You're a team that hasn't, hadn't scored an even strength goal at that point, And San Jose was had not given up a power play goal at that point. So you're like, how are they going to win this game? And then it's the shorthanded goals for, for a few minutes there. The Blackhawks had more shorthanded goals and five-on-five goals as a team <laughs> oh my God. on the season. They scored their <laughs> second shorthanded goal of the season before their second five-on-five goal of the season as a team. Hey. This was a game that you, you, when you, these are the games that when people that don't like analytics are throw it in your face and say, "See, I don't, <laughs> numbers don't mean nothing." Because, <laughs> I mean the sharks had 55 shot attempts to the blackhawks 36 and they had nine high danger scoring chances to the blackhawks six and they lost five to two yes feel that way though it didn't feel no, that I,
2: no it really didn't
0: but th- i mean it is what it is those are the numbers and sometimes yes the numbers don't mean anything because you give up two shorthanded goals and what are the sharks doing uh they could have had a five on three for 30 seconds, but they wanted to skate around the zone with a puck. Yeah. I was going to a guy in white and the Hawks are like, go ahead.
1: Yeah.
0: And then they score another shorty shortly after that, whoever there is in charge of their power play should just, I don't know how they what what they do with coaches. Can they find them? Kick them in the ass? I don't know. But (laughs) that's that's you gotta get the
1: whistle there and get the five on three. Yeah, that's that's common sense. But let's get into the game a little bit, like because I want to talk about that first period. Yeah, just strange. So the sharks don't get a shot on goal for the first minute eleven. Their first shot on goal was eight forty nine into eleven minutes. What did I say? Minute 11. Yeah, uh, sorry, 11-11. Yeah. I missed one of the ones I wrote down. 11-11 uh, into the game. It's officially midnight. It's a late. Night. Yeah, and then all <laughs> of a sudden, the game, like, flips on its head. San Jose scores twice, and we're thinking, oh, God, like, this is yeah. a complete disaster, and, you know, you can't blame Mrazic for either of the goals scored against him. One goes off Seth Jones' skate. You know, you can't – nothing you could do. It looked bad at the time. Like, oh, did that just kind of float over his shoulder? But – um you know, but you can't really blame them. And, and the Hawks had every right, not every right, but every temptation probably to say, here we freaking go again and yeah. kind of fold the tents because they started off really well. And then I I noticed a point where I thought it turned. Caleb Jones had the puck at the blue line in the offensive zone and sort of like, I don't know, he was sort of tiptoeing, like dancing around, like trying to get around a player. And it got taken away from him. Yeah. And that moment and probably just a coincidence, I don't know, but I just noticed it. That was like the moment when everything switched in that first period. Yeah, And then it was a weird. Caleb
0: Jones turnover that led to the first Sharks goal after that play. I remember the play you're talking about, because yeah. that's when I was like, oh, Caleb, not a good play. Time to make yeah. up for that, buddy. And then a couple minutes later, like, oh, Caleb, you're <laughs> doubling down on bad right now here. This is not a good look. And I and I, I said it on Twitter and, and uh, you know, Ben, Ben Pope replied to me saying he, he, Caleb admitted he was rusty in the Vegas game. So he's probably still a little, but then, then you know what I, sure. But I, I kind of like at this point, why is Alec Grigula watching from the uh, press box? We know what Caleb Jones is. He's a sixth or seventh defenseman at best I don't think he's going to have a miracle season where all of a sudden he jumps up to be a second pairing defending defender he is what he is we don't know what Alex Regula is I know Alec Vlasic has been hurt so that's why he's not been out there maybe those guys go back to Rockford once they come back home when they're off the road but if, if there's going to be a guy on the back end that's just going to keep making mistakes I'd rather be one of the Prospect defenders who could actually learn from that and maybe grow. I don't consider Caleb Jones part of this future. When the when the Blackhawks are back in the playoffs, I, Caleb Jones is not going to be here.
1: Yeah, and and here's something I want to see from Luke Richardson uh, that he hasn't really needed to do yet, but now might be the time. How does he handle Athanasius for the way he's been taking penalties, getting in the ears yeah. of referees, getting a we misconduct? Gotta-
0: yeah, you know, there's got to be accountability weird... there.
1: There's got to be accountability for some of the things Caleb Jones has done. And yes, I understand that he's rusty and all those things, but it doesn't. rust doesn't make you make dumb decisions, right? That's a decision's a decision. He yeah. should be pretty well rested mentally, right? So I want to see. I'm not saying he needs to go off on these guys in the media or whatever, but maybe Andreas Athanasiu is not playing with Patrick Kane in the next game. Or maybe he misses the first power play or two or something like that. Some sort of message needs to be sent to these guys because, look, we know it's a tank season. We know it's a rebuild. We know ultimately points don't matter. But you can't just have guys out there just going rogue, which is what Athanasiu is doing, uh, and and hurting the team. There's got to be a consequence for that. And I I suspect there will be. Uh, I don't think he's going to do anything public. But I think if we watch closely next game, which is until Thursday, uh, there might be some, yeah. there might be some ice time cuts or line changes or things like that for Athanasiu because for the last two games he's been doing nothing but complaining to the refs. Yeah, he's
0: been a disappointment so far out of his first three games. This is a guy that we, I mean, we knew what we were getting—not um, a superstar, but a guy that could be a difference maker—and he's being a difference maker in the wrong way. Yeah, and this is a guy that you 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 signed to trade. You signed to give him top line minutes, so you could hopefully get some top line production and flip him for a decent return. You're not getting any of that right now. You're getting a big old crybaby out there that's hurting your team, and that's just, it's got to change.
2: Yeah, weird, weird way he handled himself today uh, in, in in tonight's game. Um, so yeah, I, I I don't definitely does not seem like Luke Richardson is someone to um, you know air out anything in 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 public uh that would stay in the locker room as far as like reprimanding a player or anything like that mm-hmm. or you know any kind of consequence that he would levy um for 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 poor play poor decision making um anything like that but yeah I, I do think you know caleb jones if 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 it's rust get it out in get it out during practice and, and let let a guy like uh like Ragula play um and, and in see you i mean yeah like Put him down a line or two, um, but then, but then, are you, you know, who are you promoting? That would be Absolutely. nice. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He.
1: I think he has earned it. I saw. Yeah. We talked about it the other day. Lazarus wrote about it this weekend. Stole it from us. Clearly. Kidding. Uh, by the way, Lazarus confirmed it is Dicky for Jason Dickinson. That is the nickname. Uh, so mm. we can go with that for. Uh, we can wear Dickies on our Christmas show. See. Look at us thinking ahead, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, he'll, he'll have
0: forty-five goals by then. Yeah, yeah, but I
1: think it's I think it's time to give it even without Athanasius antics or whatever you want to call them. Uh, I think Kucherov has earned a look with, um, yeah, with either Taves uh, or or uh, Domi and Kane. Um, I just yeah. I, th- I I just like the way he's playing. It, look, he's playing like he's got something to prove. Yeah. You know, skating hard, uh, getting getting into those. Uh, tough areas that I wouldn't say he avoided them last year, but kind of didn't really know how to maneuver in them last year. I think he's, it feels like he's gained some confidence. I don't know. I'm sure he's gotten stronger, gotten faster and and is probably feeling a little more confident in his ability to uh, succeed in those areas. So yeah, I think, I think I'm ready to see him with a, with a better, with a higher role. Cause you can't just, you can't just put a out there again and say, Hey, you know, never mind the misconduct and the two stupid penalties you took. Here we right. go back on the first line. I think you gotta you've got to set a culture. It's the biggest thing you're trying to do, and you can't just let it float because he's a higher paid player. That's that will not jive.
2: Yeah, that's the that's that's the terminology that you know Richardson has got to focus on is setting setting the culture of 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 the locker room and and what he's going to expect uh, from his players, and you can't just let some of those things slide. Even though it is you know a tank season, um, he's it's very, he's express, he's operating trying to win games as much as Kyle Davidson has given him the cards to lose games, he's going to try and still win them. So, yeah, yeah, I, I, th- yeah. I think Ker- I think I think Kurashev, uh, would, would do well at this point playing with a guy like Patrick Kane. And, uh, you know, I, I we said about it with Lucas Reichel, I say about it with Kurashev, you're not going to have you're very likely not going to have Patrick Kane the entire season. So, don't you know, some of these players that could benefit from playing with him, learning from him you know, on the ice and being a line mate, mm-hmm. give those,
1: give those young guys that opportunity before it's too late. Uh, we've got a super chat here from CTOD D ghost. Uh, thanks for the super chat. He says, Hey guys, I was at the hurricane sharks game last night and the sharks are bad. That is correct in my, yes. uh, in my uh, Chris Farley voice. You know what's
0: not bad, though, is the all-teal uniforms. Those oh, are sharp. Oh, love those. I like
1: those a lot. Yeah, Those, those it, might have to become stuff. my uh, ultimate team uniforms for a while. If you're going to be that's losing, look good while doing it. Yeah.
0: Yes, that is that is true. Mo, as we were talking about, uh, you know, Luke Richardson maybe happened to, well, not maybe, but definitely should be doing some accountability here. Maybe this is one of those times he lets his veteran leaders maybe police themselves. Sure. Maybe a guy like Jonathan Taves, who Rich Richardson's been praising on, on the way he's been leading off the ice so far this year. Maybe Taves says something to him, or already did, or yeah. Patrick Kane is like, "Hey, dude, if you're going to be on my line, I need you on the ice. You can't be getting a 10 minute misconduct." You know, or Tyler Johnson, or Jack Johnson, or Connor Murphy, any of these veterans. Maybe this is where Richardson maybe whispers in one of those guys' ears and say, "Hey, maybe it'll be better coming from you than me." Or he doesn't say anything, and he just cuts the ice time. That's what—that's the message. How you send a message to these guys is you—you cut their ice time. You—you demote them in the lineup. You don't necessarily bench uh, an Andres Anthony, see you, but you put him on the third line instead of the second line. That's 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 going to be the message, louder and more clear than anything you could possibly say to him.
1: Oh yeah, definitely.
0: And it seems like Richardson
2: really does value communication um, as much as that seemed like it have actually been lip service with the previous head coach it seems like richardson actually values that that communication level with the players and we've already seen it where he's allowed you know guys like like Tays to st- be the voice in the locker room when 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 needed and he didn't you know didn't have to say anything and and you know i i think it's 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 good that he's already kind of feeling out when he needs to you know, be, be coach. And when he needs to uh, let the players, you know, coach them, uh, not coach themselves, but Police let the play, yeah. let the players, yeah. Have, have the, have the, uh, the reins themselves. So, yeah, I think he's, you know, he's, he's already kind of trusting, uh, trusting Taze to do that. It seems like Taze has definitely stepped up in, in his, you know, both on and off ice leadership so far to start the season, as much as we thought maybe, you know, he's, he's not really, invested doesn't want to be here all this stuff I mean his play and and his uh you know what we've seen from him um away from away from his play seems like you know he's 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 putting it in there yep like like he's he's seems like he's more here to start the season I know it's only three games now but it seems like he's more present in these last three games and, and and the start of this season uh, than he was at times last year. So that's that's a positive thing to see for him.
1: Uh, 16 minutes on the dot for Taves. Uh, goal, he was a plus two. Three shots, a uh, missed shot, a takeaway. I don't remember the last time I saw him win under 50% of his faceoffs, but he won nine and lost 10. So uh, Jonathan Taves... Uh, Not often. No, it doesn't happen very often at all, but uh, you're right. And, and we had some concerns. You know, After watching him in the preseason, he was a complete non-factor but he's been one of the better Hawks for sure mm-hmm. in these first three games, so that's a good thing, you know. I and I, I think that's a nice segue to you. Know, we mentioned it a little bit earlier. How Patrick Kane in a five-goal game uh, didn't have any points. I'm I don't know. I there were whispers about something with his hip. Uh, he's been dealing with this mystery ailment for a couple of years. He doesn't look right to me. He doesn't look. I, I, I'm going to stop short of saying he doesn't look fully engaged. But mm, I, I don't know. Could, I, I, I'm could, trying not to. I'm trying not to project anything onto him that might not yeah. be there because we're 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 obviously looking for that, right? That's the storyline all year. But he was kind of a non-factor in his game. Made a couple of nice passes that his inferior line may just couldn't complete, but. <laughs> Other than that, it just well, it's not been the same Patrick Kane.
0: You just said it right there. Inferior line mates. That could be sure. part of the problem. Sure. There's not a lot of chemistry right now between that line. So, you know, even before, you know, the, the, the bad penalties and the misconduct by Anthony Sioux, you know, it could be time to split those guys up anyway because they're just not producing. You Domi had a decent game tonight. He had, I think he had four shots on goal. <clears throat> but, again, just, just – it's not the difference-making line that you were hoping it's going to be, <clears throat> so maybe it's yeah. time. And we said it. We talked about it today. We talked about it after Vegas. For the love of God, give Philip Kurchev a game there and see what happens. Yeah. What do you got to lose? Or is that line not going to score another goal next game? Oh no! You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it can only get better. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: I was I was this close when I was scrolling through uh, the points bet app before the game, looking for you know an, an intriguing bet. Uh, tonight and i was i was so close to being like you know i'm going to take a flyer on a patrick Kane under a half point tonight and didn't because i believed he was going to uh to get on the on the scoreboard but he uh that would have ended up being a good bet. Should have taken the Jason Dickinson uh three point night bet. I'm sure that was a, a plus one million odds but, um,
0: <laughs> yeah yeah you could quit yeah the guy is cashed I'm out retired. I'm done
2: no, but yeah, I, I think you know to 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 the point about Kane, I, I really do think it is the the combination of linemates that he's playing with. Because think about the last handful of seasons that Patrick Kane has had, he's had Dylan Strom and Alex DeBrinket, and those three clearly had a lot of good chemistry working together. And when it wasn't Strom, he still had DeBrinket to play off of, uh, for the most part early on in in in, uh, De, in DeBrinket's career. And before that, he had Artemi Panarin for two seasons and that worked very well and before that it was the cup era so this is probably the first time since god I don't even know 2011 2012 where patrick kane is really playing with line mates that you really you have a lot of questions about mm-hmm. and he and he doesn't have a lot of familiarity with As much as they want to say, oh, they played in London. No, they didn't. No, they not at the same time. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I think he's, you know, it's for for Kane. He's still an elite level player, but I think he has played off of other elite level players for most to all of his career. And sometimes, you know, I, I think this is the first time in a very long time he's really kind of had to
1: drag both of his line mates to, to try and produce something. So maybe that's a big factor. In that's a great point. And Jamie here in the chat says Kane is an elite player, top tier, elevates other players, but I just don't see anyone on the team that can see what he sees on the ice. And that's yeah. the problem. And Patrick Sharp said it in the broadcast today, and he's been really good, by the way. Yeah, uh, but just saying like Kane is not easy to play with. Like you've got to be ready when, like I, I, there was one specific moment where, I think it was Mackenzie Entwistle was like in front of the net and like, oh, my God, the puck's here. (laughs) Like, how did that happen? And, of course, there's Patrick Kane behind the net with like perfect backhander, like right on the tape. But, like, these guys have to get in the mindset of 88's on the ice with me. I have to be ready all the time for the puck. Mm -hmm. And I think that's sometimes where we've seen Patrick Kane show some frustration with guys where it's like, be ready. I'm going to get you the puck. And Patrick Sharp told a story, too, (laughs) About how when he was on the line with Kane, he was banging his ice on the stick, like uh, banging his stick on the ice, saying, Pass, pass, pass. And Kane said, I know where you are. You don't have to do that. Don't do that again. I know where you are and I'll get you the puck. And Sharpie was like, Okay, fair enough. Yeah. And, you that know, worked, so it worked out for his career. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, well, it, 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 sorry, Greg. Uh, and I did a couple, you know, over the years, some bar events with some players like Christopher Steeg and Andrew Ladd. And I would always ask them, like, what's it like to play with Kane? Just, you know, expecting them to say, oh, it's awesome and it's amazing. They're yeah. like, you know, it's 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 an adjustment because playing with someone with that much high-end skill, um, especially a guy who is such a um, – the pace of his play is not fast.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He, he kind of weaves and navigates and, like, you know, he he plays – he's a slow player kind of, you know. Not saying that he's not a fast skater, but he kind of – he lulls the defense asleep and then makes his move. As a line mate, that's tough to keep up with too. So it's interesting. It's going to be something to watch as the year goes on. That's for sure. But I, I do think, you know, hey, they got to win. They're probably not going to change too much in the lines at this point because um, we would be weird to do that. But uh, I, I think after a while, we got to start seeing some different faces with Kane because this is kind of not, not working. Speaking well, of...
2: Speaking of Patrick Kane here, as we put the, the comment here from our friend, No it's Just Rage, uh, Luke Richardson said that uh, this is from uh, Ben Pope and all the other, all the other uh, beats here, but uh, they all had the information. But I'm reading it from Ben. Luke Richardson said Patrick Kane gave him the game puck for his first win as a head coach. Quote, I'm happy to share the puck with the whole team. It's not mine. They deserve it, but definitely feels nice. Maybe an extra glass of wine tonight for myself.
1: Yeah, that's good awesome. stuff.
2: Good stuff. See, in a season where we're gonna have many games where it's just like, oh boy, that was a tough one to watch. It's good to have nights like this because it keeps the morale moving a little bit,
0: especially Absolutely. late night. If we're gonna definitely... stay up late, let's oh, stay up yeah. late for a fun one.
2: <laughs> when it was two, when it was two nothing, I was like, oh boy, am yeah, I gonna be yeah, up till one o'clock so. talking about a four nothing loss or something like that? But yeah, <clears> yeah, it
1: was and good, uh, it was
2: good to have this game
0: we would be ashamed of ourselves if we didn't mention why the game started a little later. Pretty cool uh pregame ceremony raising Doug Wilson's name up to the right. rafters in San Jose, uh, for being their longtime general manager. Uh, pretty cool ceremony. Him he made a really good speech. Um, I know he's been going through some health stuff, and the way yeah. he was talking, it was like, ooh, maybe it's a little bit worse than what's been out there, but I've always loved Doug Wilson and um, you know, I I'm just old enough to remember him as a player and um, you know, he gave <clears throat> some mention to some, to uh, the Blackhawks and gave a shout out to Pat Foley and Bob Verde, who he made it sound like they were there. I, I can't, don't know if I can confirm that or not, but um uh, a really good moment, Doug Wilson class act. Still the best hair in all of hockey, even <laughs> even at uh, even in his sixties, the dude still rocks yeah. a great great set of lettuce there. Best hair and money uh, hey, you know, spend it wisely. <laughs> uh, they had a lot of the, they had a lot of the old uh, Sharks players who he was either drafted or traded for there. Jonathan Chichu, who boy, <laughs> he done blown up, but that's okay. Enjoy retirement, my friend. Um, <laughs> the video package it was kind of funny though they were showing like you know oh they they clips of him drafting this guy or the sharks have traded for joe thornton they never mentioned eric carlson in that package at all yeah, well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> i don't know i don't think the sharks are, have uh, that's that has not been even though he scored a goal tonight and i was like oh yeah eric carlson still plays in san jose yeah, I just thought that was kind of funny That's like what happens I, Did you pay for pass good move good move to the uh good move to the for the sharks and yep. uh always yep. always like the honors for Doug Wilson who I have on my Mount Rushmore of Blackhawks defenseman top four all time
1: awesome uh got a super chat here from Alton V a five dollar super chat. First win of the season. Best Hawks podcast out there. Keep up the great work. Thanks, Alton. We appreciate Thanks, that. All. Thank you. And uh, before we get to let you know about PointsBet and our other sponsors, uh, quick question: No roids, just rage. Says, does NHL Center Ice have every Blackhawks game available? If you're not in Chicago, the way to go is ESPN Plus mm-hmm. because it's significantly cheaper than Center Ice. You get almost as many games. I think you get as many games, um, but but Easy. Hawks games will be blacked out on either if it's available in your local viewing area. So it all depends where you live.
0: Plus ESPN plus is going to have a, uh, that was a lot of pluses in one sentence, but they're going to have a lot of, uh, they're going to have a lot of exclusive games. I think including a couple of Hawks games where you can only see it on ESPN plus. So it's eight bucks a month.
1: It's it's well, I think it's the best deal, and out that's there. like with Hulu and Disney too, right? Or is right, it That's how I had. If you, like, yeah, if you yeah. if you bundle it, yeah. It's, it's, I know people don't like ESPN. People are just like resistant, but I'm telling you, ESPN Plus is so much better than Center Ice. Well and to and two with ESPN plus you get so
2: much yeah, other stuff. Like if it. you're like, yeah, it's great to have the, the access to, to you know watch watch the Hawks and everything, but you get so much else with it. Whereas there's Center Ice a lot is of
0: colleges. Center a lot ice. of college hockey. There's some European hockey on there as well, women's hockey. Yep. Tons of hockey. And that doesn't even include you know all the college football, college basketball. If you're into that stuff, you know it's beca- baseball.
1: It's got it's 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 great. It's quickly become my nothing's on. I'm putting on ESPN Plus to find something. Yeah, it's become <laughs> that for me. All right, uh, gotta let everybody know. You may have noticed tonight, uh, folks. Then it's football season. There were some big (laughs) and exciting games today. In case you missed it, I think the goalposts are still being marched through the streets of Knoxville. Uh, They're in the river. (laughs) (laughs) Did did it finally make it to the river? They make it Uh, to the river, yeah. They're up on Rocky Top. I saw a TikTok with uh, Michelle Branches, uh, you know, making my way downtown. And it's like (laughs) just the students like walking, like just marching the the goalposts down the street. That's great.
2: I didn't even know know you could still take the goalposts. I thought they were, you know.
1: Try hard enough and you can do anything. You you get some of those engineering students out there. They'll figure it out. Anyway, (laughs) football season, PointsBet is bringing you a better way to bet live on games, which means before this ad is over, you can place a live same-game parlay, bet on a next drive to be a touchdown, and cash out your live second half over bet. With PointsBet, you have more access to more live football markets than ever before. Build your perfect live same-game parlay by combining your favorite bets anytime during the game. That includes spreads, totals, player props, and more. Choose the outcome of the next drive and next points with PointsBet Lightning Bets. So whether you're on the move or on the couch, do it live on (laughs) PointsBet. Download the PointsBet app today. Sign up with code CHGO to get your first two bets risk-free up to $2,000. And if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services.
0: And... If you are an expert better, and I hopefully you are, and you're winning some big bucks over there on the PointsBet app, you can take that money and head on over to the GameTime app and buy tickets to the hottest sporting events in town. Whatever town you're in, you can get tickets for it. You want to go to the Hawks' home opener this Friday night against Detroit Red Wings? You've been wanting to scream, Detroit sucks at the top of your lungs in public and not get dirty look for it? Well, Friday <laughs> night's your chance. Home opener. Head over to Game Time Tickets. You can please click on the description that is in all of our podcast descriptions. Head on over there. You're gonna get the best seats of the house at amazing prices. I've got it right up here on my screen here for the the uh, cheapest tickets right now. You can get 300 level tickets for the home opener for under 50 bucks, 44 bucks. We got tickets going there, so you could save a ton of money. And then that, and that those are a little higher because it's the first game of the year. There are plenty of other games. I think they have games against the Panthers for under under twenty bucks. Yeah. You want to go see Connor McDavid? Eighteen and the Edmonton bucks to Oilers? See the
1: Oilers. Eighteen dollars. Yeah, that, that
0: that's a that's a good deal. That's like that's like a dollar for maybe every point McDavid's going to get in that game. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be. They're they're fun. Might be a dollar for
2: every goal allowed in that game. They got some goals. Possibly. I'll bet
0: the the over in that game. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if you love CHGO and – if you didn't, you wouldn't be here watching right now. Then you'll love Game Time. It's the best way to support us and by, is by buying tickets through the link in our description. So join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats and all your favorite events. And then, added bonus if you buy some tickets on Game Time and then you check another one of the far inferior apps and find tickets yeah. for a cheaper <laughs> price, tell them. And they will match it. They will say, nope, nope, nope. We're going to match that price. And they will take care of it for you. So visit our folks at Game Time through the link
1: in the descriptions down below. Hit the like button as you scroll past as well, please. Yeah, do that. And uh, it's a good time to remind people uh, we've got our Bears tailgate coming up November 6th for the game against the Dolphins. You do not need tickets to the game to attend. But if you want them, Game Time is the place to go. But you need tickets to attend our tailgate, allchgo.com. To get your tickets, it includes uh, food, drinks, fun, prizes, all that great stuff. We had our first one a few weeks ago, and I was just absolutely blown away uh, by how amazingly it went for the first time we ever did anything like that. Uh, mm-hmm. and taco trucks and pizza and donuts and uh, hard liquor and beer and water and all the great stuff. And it was just an awesome time. Had about, what, like what? 200 people out there for it? It was a DJ crazy. bumping music. Oh, the DJ good. was fantastic. People Scary joining stuff. the party from off the streets. just like scanning that QR code to come in, but jump in that come join us all CHGO.com. Get your there tickets to our bears dolphins tailgate. Uh, it's going to be a great time. There's a couple different ticket options in there. Uh, so go in there, check it out. Uh, one includes free parking, which is, well, it doesn't include free parking. It includes parking. <laughs> uh, and that's uh, you know, you park free. right in the lot with us. It's outstanding. It's free if you pay for it. It's free if you pay for it. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yep. There you go. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Yeah, and stuff. uh quick question from the chat from uh the 5. Yes, that is a Jonathan Taves North Dakota jersey <laughs> yes. over yes. me there. there it um is. <laughs> why is that so hard to do? I don't know. I was, know. It's I was so trying to so point it in my fridge
1: during the Amfab <laughs> podcast. I did that thing. and I'm like, where is I am like where? i can not there it is. I yeah. don't know how I don't know how meteorologists <laughs> do it. That's yeah, that's yeah. what they
0: go to school for. Not predicting the weather, but how to point opposite.
1: Uh, yes. yes, yes. It
0: is it is a Taves U N D. It's actually the uh, old Sioux logo. Not you can't really find mm-hmm. those anymore. But uh, yeah,
1: that's a very observant observation. Uh, another one. I want to thank Bex for correcting me. It was not Michelle Branch. It was Vanessa Carlton mm. who was saying, I actually mm. love that song. That's a common mistake. As a, That slaps, as the kids say. That song is very dab. Oh, yeah. Uh, is it, it's just great. Is there
0: much of a difference between those two? Though? I don't know. <laughs> no, like, no. if they
1: both walked into my house, I'd be like, uh, you're Michelle? I mean, you
0: said Michelle Branch. I knew the song you met, and I was like, yeah, that's yeah. probably yeah. Michelle Branch. I, you could have said uh, Vanessa Carlton. I'd be like, yeah, that's probably yeah. A
1: Vanessa
2: Carlton
0: song.
1: I do I do the exact same thing. Yeah. Well, thank yeah. you, Bex. If, we appreciate that. Yeah, um, it's good yeah, stuff. We, are, we always need corrections folks yes yeah. absolutely especially when it's uh, 12 30 in the morning yeah, uh, got and got by the way we got s- people s- yes yeah. yeah. thank you everybody for being here with us i yeah. know it's, it's fun it's saturday night hawks get their first win of the year people were up watching football and said hey put the damn hawks on and it was a, a good good night to watch it so thanks everybody for being with us uh greg already said it but if you haven't yet please hit that like button on the YouTube video, it takes two seconds, literally just boop, boop, right there. Just click that, that helps us out big time. And if you're listening on your uh, proper podcast app, whatever it is, Spotify, Apple Pods, whatever, make sure you subscribe there. Turn those notifications on so you know when new episodes drop. And uh, five star reviews go a long, long way as well. So, whatever you can do, we appreciate it. Uh, it's a re- f- nice, free way to help us uh, help. You know, grow the brand a little. There it is. Oh my god! What? I was You're doing okay. my other podcast earlier, and there was a centipede on my ceiling. Oh! Uh. And the whole show I was like watching it, <laughs> watching it, and then sure enough, it like went away. Uh. And I said, "Where did it go?" It literally just crawled from under the computer I'm sitting in front of, oh. and then ran across <laughs> the table right in front of me. No. <laughs> yeah. uh-uh. yep. Uh huh. Yep. Oh. Anyway, we should get to our four stars of the game so I can get that a lot (laughs) of here.
0: Just real quick before we do that, a couple of people have been asking about Frank Nazar. Oh, Uh, yes, yes, yes. Unfortunately injured and going to be out a couple of months. I don't know, Mario, have you seen anything more detailed than
2: that? No, nothing more detailed than that. Um, But, yeah, he he hasn't been uh, playing for Michigan yet. And it looks like it will be a while before he does, unfortunately.
0: Which stinks because uh, we're going to go out there for that November yeah. 11th game in Indiana against Notre Dame. And uh, we were hoping to see him play. It probably won't happen. But hopefully he still on the makes the trip and we can still chat with yeah, him. If, we won't ask him to juggle this time because he if, might not be medically yeah, cleared prob- for that. But
2: uh, Probably not. But, yeah, if he's, uh, if he's available to talk, we'd love to talk with him. Cause kind of see how, you know obviously not the uh, way his season wa- would have wanted to start, but just to kind of see where he's at, how, uh, how his college experience has been going. But um, yeah, we're going to be out at the game, uh, Michigan and Notre Dame in South bend. Uh, we'll see Ryder Rolston and Landon Slager to have Blackhawks prospects uh, playing for the Irish and um, potential Blackhawks prospect, Adam Fantilli uh, also yeah. playing in that game for, uh, for Michigan. So yeah, we'll be out there. But, um, yeah, unfortunate uh, news for Nazar. Um, I know the three of us were very excited to see uh, how he got his uh, his college season started. But um, looks like that will be delayed significantly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know Roy's just right. says, I really wanted to see him play with Adam Fantilli. Man, that still may happen for years to come. We don't know. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Could be next year. Who knows? Yeah. Probably well, not. Well, if you're going to that game, still go because we're going and we can hang out a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah uh, that'll be a good time. All right, let's let's do our four stars of the night. If yes. you want to, uh, am I starting things off again? All right, fine.
2: Well, we should list the three stars of the night because Thank you. they were all Blackhawks, right? Yes, three stars For of
0: once, the night. Once we didn't have the whole roster to choose
1: from. Yeah. Number 3 Jack Johnson uh who finished the game with an assist, 21-24 of ice time. Uh, Two hits, four block shots, so a really nice game for Jack Johnson. The number two star of the game was uh, Jason Dickinson. One goal, two assists, uh, three points, obviously, plus one, and only 12.07 of ice time. Two shots, two hits, uh, uh, and uh, also blocked a shot and had a takeaway. Solid game for him. And number one star, no surprise, Sam Lafferty. Two goals, one assist, and 14.11 of ice time. Both goals shorthanded. Three shots on goal. Uh, two hits and a takeaway, and he won 60% of his face-offs. So, great game for Sam Lafferty. We call this the Sam Lafferty game. Very so, effective. So, for my four-star of the game, I'm going to give it to head coach Luke Richardson. Hey. Uh, picking up his first win as a head coach is uh, obviously great, and that would have been enough to do it alone. But I think going into the locker room down to nothing after a very weird uh, topsy-turvy first period the team could have absolutely folded the tents and they did not they came back and responded scoring five unanswered goals uh, and did not quit and it would have been really easy for them to quit after getting blown out in Colorado a frustrating loss in Vegas and then coming in and being down to nothing after the first in San Jose that team would have quit last year this team did not so props to Luke Richardson uh, for getting him through 60 and getting the win that's a good point
0: Yep, this team has definitely shown up to compete, uh, and they respond to adversity rather well so far. So, yeah, good job by Luke Richardson. I am going to go for the second straight game. Uh, good old number 90, Tyler Johnson, is my four star of the game. This guy is just keeps being yeah, he's been super good. effective. Mm-hmm. He had uh, two primary assists tonight, uh, set up Tabes' first five-on-five goal of the season for the Hawks, and then... He set up the Dickinson uh, breakaway goal by laying out and blocking a shot and then getting it up the ice. I mean, this dude is is doing it all right now. He's been in a great pad. He had finished the game, two assists, both primaries, was a plus one, uh, just had the one, sh- one shot on goal, but he got credited with four hits, which led the team, uh, oh, two blocks, yeah. including that big one that, that led to the assist. Uh, and had a takeaway in just under 14 minutes of play. So uh, a veteran guy just had an awful season with injuries last year, worked his ass off to come back and play those last few games on a team that just didn't know he had no reason to. He could have just stayed home and collected his paycheck. He's been great, great in the room. Anytime we go in the locker room after a game or after practice, he's always there. He's always engaged with his teammates um so it's i think he's doing exactly what luke richardson wanted to do he's being productive he's being effective and he's helping set begin that culture of winning that that is so important
1: yeah he's been really good really noticeable in this one looks fast by the way you know i don't know he he came in like you said last year a little banged up probably pride hurt a little bit too after being basically just dumped for nothing um, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. and coming hey, into he, it. he was traded for a situation. future hall of famer, That's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's been, he's yeah. been one of the better Hawks for sure this year. Well, he
0: does look fast and playing on a line with Jonathan Taves and Taylor Radish could probably help a little bit, make you look yeah. a half a step quicker. <laughs> Good point. Good point yeah.
2: You. Yeah. And you know, and, and to the point too, with, with, with Johnson, it, it seems like he is, you know, we, we talked about when he got to the team like, oh, you know, he was with Tampa, the winning culture, you know, back-to-back Stanley Cup champion stuff. He didn't really have a chance last season to kind of provide that example and that leadership and that, you know, that voice of like, hey, like, this is what we were doing in Tampa that made us successful. Let's translate that to Chicago. He didn't really have that opportunity because of injury. Now, it seems like he is kind of instilling that uh, mentality and and bringing what I think the the, the organization um wanted to see from 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 him in that role as a as a veteran as a cup champion from a a recent Stanley Cup contending team. So good for him. Uh had a had a great game tonight. And uh my fourth star of the night is Al Capitan Jonathan Taze. Two uh two goals on the season. He had uh, another one tonight to get the scoring uh started for the Blackhawks part of their uh what was it? Five was it five straight? Yeah, five straight. Uh-huh. Five straight goals to uh to, to come back after being down 0-2. Talked about it earlier. It really just seems like you know, from from the end of the preseason, just, just through this last, you know, week and a half, two weeks, uh, through these three games, it really just seems like Taze um is is involved, engaged, is present, and is giving a damn. And, and that's, and that's great. That's what, that's what you want to see out of not only your captain, but also a guy who, you know, through, through the end of last season and through the off season, it was like, you know, what's the next thing he's going to say that makes us all roll our eyes and just can't wait to trade him. And, and, and that was a really, that was, that has been very tough to kind of be in that mentality around a guy who literally was a pillar of, the modern dynasty Blackhawks. And it's just good to see him have a, have a good start to the season. Took him what? 30 games to get two goals last year. Took him three. Now this season, I I think that's great for him. Um, It's great for his trade value and it's great for
1: the morale of the locker room. So fourth start tonight, Jonathan Tays. Absolutely deserved it. I'm glad to see that he is playing the way he is. It's yeah, it's very encouraging. It's a good thing. And uh, that guy carries so much weight, whether he knows it or not you know, mm-hmm. in that room. Uh, it's good to see that he's done. He's, he's, he's done his part so far this year. And it's, yeah. more, and like you said, it's more than just the goals. The goals are great. You know, that's fantastic that he's putting a puck in that had another great chance in the first two. Um, mm-hmm. But just the off the ice stuff matters too. And I really think the Jack Johnson thing he did saying, Hey, you know, yeah. if you want to, you want us out there, whatever you want to do, stuff like that is meaningful. So props to Taves for his start to the season. That's for sure. All right, I know it was a win, uh, but everybody on Twitter seemed to notice the same thing we noticed during the game uh, on the broadcast, where the audio was like <laughs> significantly ahead of the video. Yeah, it was, it was so bad. Weird. And you would so say weird. you would hear uh, Chris Foster saying he scores, and that's like about the time the start would yeah the the shot would begin, and it got uh, worse yeah. after people pointed it out.
2: Uh, yeah, I have no explanation for that. I
0: I didn't. Sorry, go ahead, Mario.
2: I was just gonna say. I so I watch. I watch the games. Uh, I have Hulu Live TV. I know some people watch it on 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 actual cable and stuff or other different providers. Sometimes I chalk it up to just oh, Hulu has a has a weird delay sometimes. But to to yeah, be you know be on Twitter and see a lot of different people complaining about like oh the audio is off, audio is off, all that stuff. I was just like oh this is a this is an NBC thing. This isn't. Uh, this isn't. You know, just my broadcast. But yeah, it was really weird. And then yeah, I, I think between the second and third period, they came back for the third period, and, and they were doing like the intro to the third period, and and, and Sharp and Foster's are talking, and it's like a ventriloquist act. Like their their mouths are going, but their the yeah the uh, the words weren't matching up. And I was like, oh man, it got worse.
1: <laughs> I, I never worked in TV, so I you know I don't know, but like is that something you fix.
0: It's all digital. You would think you can yeah. do that. Yeah, like,
1: I, I I don't know. And, and I noticed, like, there were some times last year, I, or actually started noticing it during the COVID year, where, like, they'll have a shot of, like, a close-up shot of a player behind the net. And you'll see them, like, you know, look left, right, and then advance the puck. Then they go to the wide shot, right? Like the typical play-by-play shot. And there's, like, a little, like, they're not synced up anymore. Yeah. It's weird. And maybe it's, like, Whatever the new digital cameras are, maybe it's like with HD, you know, with 4K, whatever. There's there's different sort of things you have to do, but isn't it as simple as like doing the, cl- you know, clapping and syncing up the video and the audio? <laughs> like it's, I can't imagine it's that difficult.
0: Yeah, well, being a road game, maybe they didn't have control of that, and you know, the Sharks producers like, screw it, you're beating us. We're gonna keep the audio. <laughs> We're I don't keep know.
1: Delaying the audio. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. Uh,
0: I 50%. didn't even really notice it until the first, till the Taves goal because I had it on. I'm in my office, I have it on, and I'm, I'm kind, you know, I'm doing different things, not paying attention to every second of the game. But as, as before that goal happened, I actually saw it come through on Twitter first, which I hate too. I try not yeah. to do that, but I saw like all the beat. The beats that were there say Tays goal. And I look up and I'm like, oh, okay, they're about to score. And that's when I (laughs) noticed it because he said he shoots, he scores before he even took the shot. And it did get worse. And then I really started to notice it because I would hear like the puck hit a stick before a pass was even made. And I'm just like, I can't watch this right now. Like I actually (laughs) turned the volume down for the third period to like to where I could barely hear it because it was just too distracting it was like it, it, it bad just i don't know how you can have that happen an entire game i'm no i'm no expert i've never produced a tv anything let alone a live sporting event but you would think you could figure out how to do that over 3 hours
2: i wonder if it's if it's partly because of the maybe trying to catch hot mics like maybe the the audio they're trying to maybe there's something pr- wrong with like trying to like delay it just a little bit to make sure like no one's like, Hey, fucking whatever. And yeah. they don't catch it on the broadcast or whatever, but they don't want
0: it. They don't want to catch Pip Squeak on the air again. Like they did the <laughs> <other> day in <laughs> Ottawa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did right. you see that one. That was fantastic. <laughs> Shut the F um, up, you pip squeak. <laughs>
2: so yeah, I mean, I, 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 don't know if that's, if that's an issue, but yeah, I mean, it's, I, I have worked, I've, I've worked behind the season TV before um not, uh, not on, in an audio or directing role or anything like that, but there's, there's ways that you can quick fix it. I just, I just, I think to your point, Greg, maybe because it was in a way game, maybe it was something that just was out of, out of the, the, the production's control. And it was just, just a, a flubby thing that uh, the, the broadcast
1: had to deal with. Yeah. Just taking it from the truck and yeah. yeah. It's a shame because
0: it was, I, again, you mentioned it earlier, Patrick Sharp, man, I, I kind of hope, wishing he's here for the whole season uh, he's been fantastic hopefully that becomes a long-term thing <clears throat> and him and Vosters are getting some uh some good uh chemistry going and they're even busting yes. uh, colby's chops when he's you know <laughs> a thousand miles away he doesn't even have to be at the side <laughs> of ring. Uh, i like the whole little thing about who scored that uh game-winning goal for boston i don't know some guy back in the studio <laughs> I, 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 yeah it was standard yeah. definition i couldn't make out the number
1: <laughs> yep. Hey, we got a, a post game quote good. here from uh, Luke Richardson. This is from Ben Pope on Twitter. Uh, says Richardson on the first intermission message: "Quote I didn't say too much, but just made them realize what went on in the period that we were moving our legs and then we weren't. The compete level had to rise up, and the veterans took that one step further. We came out and played great. So there you go. That's it. Uh, That's you know, there's your first answer. You're first sort of looking to uh, dealing with." A little bit of a letdown a little bit of a situation now now we have to see how the individual um mes- you know mistakes are handled and mm-hmm. I, I think we will I'm, I'm really interested to see uh what if anything happens with the Thon and see you on thursday for the yeah. opener which is yeah, we'll a thousand see. years away
2: well i mean that's a great example of of you know setting of, of richardson and the coaching staff kind of setting the tone and 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 communicating like hey we got to you know, X, Y, Z, you know, get, get the effort level back up, get the energy back up, get the, you know, get your, keep your legs moving. And, and then the veterans in the locker room, taking it a step further and putting it more into, you know, more ingrained, you know, emphasizing the method the message. And I don't want to, you know, have just one example be, you know, blown out of proportion or anything, but it's an example of buy-in. And, and I think I think a guy like Luke Richardson is is already, uh, you know, making making a difference in, in the locker room as as a, as a coaching presence. Um, it's probably also a mixture of having the right kind of veterans in the locker room, too. And I think you got you have a guy like Ty- Tyler Johnson available. You have Jack Johnson in there as well, who seems like a, a great uh, teammate to be around. Um, and if you have Jonathan Tays you know in a if you have the good mood Jonathan Tay is going yeah that's a, that's a good thing so yeah it's it's i think that's a, that's a great example
0: yeah. yeah no it's it's you the coach can say the same things over and over and over and over and over again and the young players are like okay cool but th- i think seeing the guys that have won Stanley Cups before doing what the coach is telling you is way it's a much better motivator than just the coach telling you oh right.
1: definitely and also like I don't want to be the guy who pisses off Jonathan Taves or Patrick Kane. I don't want to have that wrath, you know, (laughs) like, hell no. Like I want no part of that. Um, And it's, that's contagious. And you're right, Greg. Like when the leaders are leading and the leaders are doing what the coach says and you can too, right. If Taves can do it, that was always the thing with Taves. Like he was and always the dude playing the hardest and he made the most money. And if he can do it, anybody can do it. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I always, uh, That that's a huge part of like when when he was talked about so much as a leader, it was so much of it was by example, right? Seabrook was really the guy who was out there like, you know, firing up the troops and the vocal guy. And we saw him in Detroit go and (laughs) shake Jonathan Taves awake. Like, dude, snap out of it. We need you. You know, (laughs) Seabrook was that guy. Taves was a guy who went out there and lead and led by example, getting his ass kicked in the corners to make a play and all those sort of things. Uh, so it's good to see that that guy is back at least through the first uh, three games. Got a two-hour chat here from Windy City Hockey. It says Dickie and Laffy is a great pair. Yeah. Right.
0: That's what she said.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've had uh, my Dickie laffy many times. Um, <laughs> you know. I'm sorry.
0: It's after midnight. <laughs> we could <can> say that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Dickie D- 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 and Laffy sounds like a, a mid-90s
1: MTV show. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Dickie and La. Like, it's a bad morning show. Yeah. You know, yeah. Morning the Zoo. Or what weenie was the, the one butt. on. Uh... The, the
2: Morning Rush with Dickie and
1: Laffy. What's the Yeah, it was Weenie in the Butt 6:30, oh, uh, Ched. Family Guy. And then what was the uh, Parks and Rec? Ween, it was yeah, weenie something in the, the butt. douche. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh... Oh God! What is it? No, if, if, yeah. If,
0: if, if Stacy was here, <laughs> something she, she'd in the douche.
1: Yeah, I can't think she of. it She might
0: text me it before the end of the show.
1: Uh, Crazy Ira and the douche was the name yes. of the show. <laughs> 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 I was on Parks and Rec, so there you go. Yeah, there you go. Oh,
2: man yeah, that's good. Yeah, I, look, those those are t- again two examples of of guys that are coming in and doing the putting in the work you know, we've, we know Sam Lafferty is a, is a future Blackhawks legend. Um, and Jason Dickinson's coming in as, as a veteran who's been around the block, both at the NHL and and AHL levels. And, um, I think he's, you know, he's getting a, a, a new opportunity, a rejuvenated opportunity in Chicago after, you know, having some, some success in a depth role in Dallas, uh, didn't really get it going in Vancouver. And now he's, he's coming here and, um, t- making a splash in his first game as a Blackhawk, which is great. Um, great to see, and and yeah, th- those are the kinds of guys that I think are going to do a lot of the 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 culture setting for 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 Luke Richardson and the messaging that that he wants to have uh, players buy into. What Kyle Davidson wants, uh, you know, out of players, out of the blueprint of of, of what he wants from from Blackhawks players is to be, you know, hardworking, aggressive. You know, giving your your 100 percent on it on every shift, um, being aggressive on a penalty kill like that's that's what Luke Richardson uh, implemented in Montreal. And that's what he wants to do with Chicago, um, you know, be being able to have the, uh, the 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 power kill is the term that they call that they use now. And, um, you know, Lafferty is, is a guy that works hard, has a lot of speed. Um, I think Athanasiou has been, you know, flirting with some some penalty kill opportunities to try and utilize his speed as well in that in that same vein. So, yeah, I mean, those are the kinds of guys that are going to, you know, on, on some nights make a big difference. So it was good to see that tonight they had their two of their best games of their careers.
1: Yep, definitely. Speaking of uh, guys that did not have great games, you guys watch any of the Minnesota L.A. game? Uh, I did not. Mark J. Flurry. Flurry. That's
0: back-to-back awful games. He gave up seven in his first start.
1: He got pulled in the first – let up four goals on 14 shots in the first period today. That's not good. So he's not off to a great start. He
0: he started bad last year. I know we all have glowing (laughs) memories
1: of him. He did. did. You're right. He wasn't
0: wasn't this bad, though. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to be the one that says that the ship has sailed on him because he was bad in October (laughs) last year. But yikes. Uh, he has currently a uh, ooh yuck two two games this year for Minnesota. He has a 8.37 goals against oh, and a 77.6 save percentage. Holy shit, ooh, that's awful!
1: Wow, that's uh, that's real Oof. bad. That's, that's real a, that's, bad. It's a rough situation I mean, for
0: that kind of money. I could give you some of those.
1: I'll just resign him for the tank. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. No. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not more throwing a
0: towel on Jersey's. him yet. No, nah, he'll be fine. Uh, he'll be fine. Uh, actually, it was, it was our guy, Chuck O'Mucco, uh regular listener on Twitter, asked me, hey, should I cut him from my fantasy team? I said, no, just stash him on your bench for a couple yeah. of weeks. Yeah. Uh, don't cut him now, because I'm sure there were a lot of people that dropped him at this point last season and then re- and really regretted. Losing to him in the playoffs, so um, yeah, no, I wouldn't worry too much about him, but definitely not a great start, especially for a team like Minnesota that's got high aspirations in yeah. um, a really tough division. You can't be losing too many games early because um, right now they're behind the Blackhawks in the standings. Not a good look. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the
2: uh, not not where the Wild thought they were going to be. I mean, yeah, a lot of the a lot of the aspirations that they have hinge
0: on Flurry. So that's yep, true. absolutely. Yep. And the Dallas Stars look good so far this year. I, I I, I picked them to make the playoffs out of this division and they're looking pretty tough. Nashville's gonna hang around all season. The Blues are mm-hmm. gonna lose their way to a playoff spot. So Minnesota, that's yeah. a team that could be good, but the wheels could fall off really quick
1: too. Yep. All right, let's do one more chat before we talk about pins and aces and wrap the show up. Chicago Hockey 82 says, for three games, I have to say the thing I'm thrilled about the most is just that the team is trying to be a team and to be hard to play against. That's it. It's what Luke Richardson wants. That's it. That's it. And that's what, when they talk about culture, that's what they talk about. And what we've said you know, for the last few shows is the compete is there through the first three. It'll be there for the first little while. The challenge for Richardson is going to be keeping that going when they're mathematically eliminated, or they lose five in a row, or whatever it's going to be, because those those points are coming this year for sure. Uh, so how does he how does he keep them motivated? I think that is his biggest challenge of the year. But you're right, the team competes hard, and and it, I I do think you reflect your coach sometimes, and that's the way that dude played. Yeah. Yeah, was, that's, what he was, wanted, that's
0: what he said from day one in training camp. He wants to be a team that's hard to play against, that competes. So far, that's exactly what you're seeing. Yeah. Let's see in January and February if yeah. they're still playing as hard. But, hey, the fun part is we'll still be here talking about them, whether they are or if they're not. So just stick Absolutely. around with us for the rest of the year.
1: Yes, and we have uh, the Lebowski saying he grabbed tickets to the Notre Dame game um i want to make sure we're clear on that they play friday and saturday we're going to the friday game on the 11th because the hawks play saturday the 12th so keep that in mind when you're buying tickets if you're coming to see us we're going to be at the friday game so keep that in mind yes but either way it's going to be an
2: awesome either way it's going to be it's that's that's two very good teams uh to, to go and see so yeah uh if if you friday or saturday uh, you're gonna see a good game Friday. You're gonna see us there as well. So that's
0: right. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I've heard nothing but great things about the arena there at uh Compton. Notre Dame. Yep. Yeah. So looking forward straight out of Compton. Can't wait to good. get there. Good
2: <laughs> good facilities. Uh yeah, so uh it is now the the middle of October. Um I have put my uh my golf bag in the basement for for the season. Some people are still out there. Uh, braving the dipping at temperatures. Um, if Marc-Andre Fleury keeps playing the way he is, Minnesota is going to have some early <laughs> tee times this year too. Nice. Uh, and if they do, they're going to be looking good in some Pins and Aces Golf Apparel, the official golf apparel partner of CHGO and the presenting sponsor for the Big Drive Energy podcast on the All-City Network. Pins and Aces, a family-owned golf apparel business. Got to love that. Uh, and their apparel is going to make you looking good out there on the course. They have different uh, polos, hats, golf bags. They even have a beer sleeve that goes into your bag uh, and can hold up to seven of your favorite beers and keep them cold the entire round. Uh, Half the reason that I and most other golfers like to go out and get uh, get out on the course is to not only get some fresh air and knock a ball around for uh, 115 strokes, But also, have a couple beers out on the course. What's better than that on a nice summer day? Uh, And what's better than that? Looking good while you're doing it. Again, that's Pins and Aces. Go to pinsandaces.com and use the promo code CHGO. When you do that, you're going to receive 15% off of your first order, and you're going to get free shipping. Again, that's pinsandaces.com using the promo code CHGO.
1: All right, let's wrap things up. Thanks everybody for being with us. Schedule uh tomorrow we are off. Monday we are audio only. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We'll be in studio uh Thursday night game, home opener. We might have Friday, a little, Friday night. Friday night, thank you. We might have a little surprise coming this week. Um Maybe. Wednesday, Thursday ish. Uh we'll let you know when we know, but um some potential really fun, really exciting guest opportunities. Have been presented to us. We're trying to work through those. So keep an eye on our Twitter accounts. And as soon as we have confirmation, we'll let you know. We're at. We ch- found Kim Johnson. Yes, yeah, exactly. We're <laughs> at chgo underscore Blackhawks. All of our Twitter names are on the screen. I'm at Jay Zawoski, Greg's at Be- Greg Boyson, and Mario's at Mario underscore Tirabasi. Uh, one last reminder hit that like button if you've not already and become a member at allchgo.com. You get to <laughs> pick out a free shirt. I know some people. Have been wanting those double extra large uh, CHGO Blackhawk shirts. They're back in stock. So if you've been holding out for one of those, they're here. Go get them. Become a member of our community at allchgo.com, which is also where you can get tickets to the Bears Dolphins tailgate on November 6th. So we will talk to you audio only on Monday on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.